$2 late fee, you have one new message. Bonjour, this is Monique Jeunot from Better of Dead, uh, a.k.a. Diane Franklin. I wanted to know if you have any French fries or French bread or Peru. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? I know you're there. Pick up the phone. We will have a language lesson. Come on. Au revoir. Oh, call me back. Before there was IMDB.com, there was Zach and Dustin. You know those guys who think they know everything about a movie without having to go on the internet to look it up? That's us, but maybe only for the years 1981 through mid-1989. No, I'd say late 1978 through early 1992. <laughs> Either way, we know movies. And even more specifically, we know soundtracks from those movies. Yeah, this is $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. This is the podcast where we pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it still holds up today. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Diane Franklin is back on $2 late fee, baby. Uh, so great. You know, the first time Diane came on the show, I mean, I, I loved it. I loved every part of it. You know, like a giddy, giddy high schooler going to the dance i don't know it, she's just great she's very genuine sweet adorable lovely these are all adjectives to describe diane franklin she came back to promote her better off dead tribute book and you know how i feel about that movie so this you know this is like peak two dollar late fee material for me it's fantastic i wholeheartedly agree every adjective that you can look up to describe someone in a positive way well that's diane and Diane's a friend of the show. She's, I don't want to call her a doll because it's such an old school expression. She's a doll, see? Come up and see me sometime. Uh, no, Diane is just, she's so great. And she promoted her book, which you should go get now. Links in the show notes to this episode, by the way. Uh, we talk extensively about that. We talked extensively about Better Off Dead, her career, pop culture, nostalgia. It's everything you want and everything you get on our show and more. If you want to watch the video version of it, it's on YouTube now. This is the audio with a few little extras and little clips from the her her career and whatnot. Some bonuses. But this was this was this was a live show. This was one of our great live shows um, a few months a few months back. But I, I would definitely say go go on the old YouTube's the two dollar YouTube's check her out. And I love that we released this a little bit after that because. You know, Better Off Dead is the gift that keeps on giving. It's a holiday film in, in many aspects and, you know, bears repeat viewing. Her interview bears repeat listening. So sit back and enjoy Diane Franklin once again for coming on the show. Thank you, Diane. Mercy Buckets. Does it ever feel like everyone's got more going than you do? Oops. That everyone is smart. So you're Al Myers, kid? Yes, I am. You look pretty stupid to me. Thank you. You say the best skier in town just ran off with your girlfriend? 
even your younger brother does better than you do? And that nobody even cares? That broke up with me. Oh, that's nice. Well, you might be right. But remember one thing. I haven't even been to New York City. Nobody was ever better off dead. The truth is, I could out-ski you any day of the week. Oh, really? Yeah, you want to race, I'll take you on any day, sucker. Go that way, really fast. If something gets in your way, turn. All you need is guts. All right! Now turn! I'm gonna race, I'm gonna lose, and I'm gonna die in that order. Go! And you'll never doubt yourself again. He's skiing on one ski! Better off dead. And that's a real shame when folks be throwing away a perfectly good white boy like that. An abnormal look at a normal teenager. Oh my gosh. Diane Franklin's <laughs> back on $2 Late Fee. Merci Buckets uh, for coming back. Merci for having me back. It's very, very nice. <laughs> this is really special because yeah. I think you were one of our first in-studio guests we've ever had on our show. Yes. I. Know, you know you what? I remember yep. that. I mean, I was, I'm the, I'm the old school. I'm the early... The early uh, ho- uh, guest. The OG. Say. Yeah, there $2 you go. Thank you. OG. LF. <laughs> you set the say. mold. Yep. You set the mold for everyone else. <gasps> okay, well, you got to be as great as Diane if you're coming in here. And yep. It's, and everybody saw you on the show and was like, oh, yeah, we want to be on that show too. So, uh, Merci, Buckets, yeah. to all of you who are here for me. Mwah. I send you a kiss. Merci, Buckets. An international language. <laughs> yeah. Language of love. So, uh, yeah, so thank you and thank everybody who's, yeah. who's watching live today, all uh, six and a half people. <laughs> uh, we appreciate you. And, um, yeah, this is this is great. Obviously, you know, we've been trying to get you back in a little a little thing called the pandemic happened. And, um, oh, yeah. What was babe, that? I don't remember. I don't, I don't know. It was the blip. It, it was like, yeah. it was like, yeah, like a year ago or. Two years, I don't know, and it's still happening, right? Yeah. So oh, like, that's right. It's I don't know. Happening. I know, yes. and here I am, but I'm I'm live because I just felt like uh, I I I want to be with you guys. First of all, I had such a great time the first time I came, but second of all, like likewise, yeah. Um, it's not even that I just want everything to be normal. It's just that I'm trying. I'm I'm being the um what is the scientific experiment? I'm the one the guinea pig. I'll be yes, the guinea right. pig. Patient and, zero. Right. Patient what is zero. the scientific I'll experiment? Be, that I'll be. I'll be. That. I'll be the one. So others, other actors can feel safe going to live events. I'm here without a mask, but yet I've you know I have my boosters, so I've got my shots like a dog. Like I'm got my shots, my boosters. <laughs> well, I'm all good. You know, <laughs> so just like have, that. Yeah. I don't have the cone of shame, but I'm all good, right? Well, we're mindful. Yeah. We're mindful of the fact. That you know, obviously, people are very sensitive. Yeah. Still, obviously, yeah. uh, rightfully so. Yes. But but we have a, a clean space, a safe space, yeah. and to a have safe you space. a safe space, and to have you back on in this. Uh, I, before we went on live, I said, you know, the world needs more positivity. The world oh. needs more happiness. Oh, absolutely. And we bring that, and you bring that, being on our show. Thank you. Oh my gosh! I mean, I'm like so excited to have you back. This time you're promoting mm-hmm. something very special, and uh-huh. we'll get to that in just a minute. But, but I, I just feel like from the from where we were, what was that, two, three years ago now to now, yeah. and right. you haven't yeah. changed at all. You look fantastic. Yeah. Oh, thank you know, you. the joy like, is still beaming from yep. your from your essence. I, I, it's me <laughs> and this cafe latte. There you go, <laughs> hanging out. Yeah. Um, thank you very much. And uh, you know what? Uh, I also turned sixty, which I have to say is pretty amazing. Happy and birthday! Thank you. I mean, in February, this right? Year, but, yeah. but, but still, you know, uh, I think that's an accomplishment. Every decade is—you make a decade, you go, wow, 
check. Like I did that. That's amazing. So not everybody gets that gift, and I I do not take it lightly. That so. is a great So that's approach. why I'm here because you know it's important to put it out there and and pass good energy to people. You know, continue make the full circle, give it to people because I think it's like you said, it is really important right now, especially. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Love that. Something else happened on your birthday, didn't it? Does something come out on your birthday? Oh, this is. <gasps> Oh, this is, uh, yes. oh, this is like a setup that I, like, okay, I don't. At okay. first, I was wondering. Did you guys plan this? Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's exciting. Um, yes, I came out with my Better Off Dead tribute. Show it to the, bing, show it to the oh camera. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, I guess, voila. We, I guess we can all pick up our books Yay. right now. Yes. Oh, I'm going to pick up mine, too. Um, yeah, I didn't off. know that they had their own copies, so that's why. No, we bought these. Oh, as, yeah. As no, you well, should, too, come on. via Amazon. Favorite movie of all time. I would not have. The, come, yeah, of course we're going to have your book. I, I have to say, I've written, I've written, this is my third book. Third. But it wasn't, first of all, it wasn't intentional. Um, but this, the second thing was, this is my favorite one because... Look at the back. Because uh, yeah. director Steve Holland did contributions. Yeah. And again, I yeah. got so many things that uh, for this book that I had no idea. Uh, I was going to get interviews and uh, background facts and, and things. I had no idea how many people would be so loving to, to contribute to this. So it was a surprise for me even you know, putting it together. Totally, yeah. Um, as well as including all the people who love Better Off Dead and then they – they wore the coat. I went to conventions and I put their photos in this book. I mean, there's a whole thing about it when we get into it. Yes. But I just yes. want to say, yes, this was this came out on my birthday because it was a present to me celebrating the fact that I just love this film. And I love it as much as, as those who watch it. So makes me really happy when people tell me that they love it. Or they haven't forgotten about it, seriously, right? That's why I did this. They haven't. And dare I say, dare, dare, uh, it's gotten it's aged so well with time, you know, certain movies from the eighties haven't aged well for better or worse, whatever, but, right. but better off dead is one of those movies that it just gets better every year. So every year that goes by yeah. every decade, uh, we watched it a couple years ago to get, uh, and, and to kind of get refreshed on it. And I was like, this holds up today. To get refreshed well, he does I watch it every, Oh, no, <laughs> you I watch it every it. year. Don't you? I, I, I mean, I, I've watched it many times. I think we discussed that the first yeah. time. Yeah, it really is my favorite movie of all time. Um, but I also, I just, I don't want to interrupt, but, but we are featured in this book. And yeah. that's, and that's <laughs> another, we are on page 127. This. And we, you gave us top billing. Uh -huh. Top billing? Yeah, I did. I and did. I, that can't be an accident. Well, <laughs> nope. if it is, then it's a happy accident. But no, the, no, yeah. no. There are no happy so, accidents. You know, um, it's it's in order of fandom. Like that was uh, no, I know. Like you guys are super fans, it's in order uber of fans, the best um, people. Yeah, so be best people. In order of um, ran raddom. Yes. How about yes. that? Yeah, I mean, we got we got higher billing than most celebrities mm -hmm. in well, here. You you guys were a staple of the love. I mean, you and call downtown yourself Julie Brown. We got higher billing than downtown. Well, Julie. you you call it two dollar late fees. Yeah. So like, yeah. I'm sorry, $2 yeah. has a lot of meaning to me. <laughs> $2 does. You know, it's funny because, because $2 late fee, obviously is the connection to the video stores where I rented better off dead more than, um, you know, a dozen times or more back in the day, but the $2 reference from the movie. Yeah. And there were, I think when we were tossing around ideas of names back in the day and we said, well, $2. And I think even Dustin was like, you know, I want my $2 as he started quoting it. And I thought, well, that could work too. 
But if maybe there'll be a nice connection here with $2 and $2 late fee. Oh, I I think there's an absolute. I mean, yeah. for me, there was. If it wouldn't be a $3 Kismet. late fee, I'd I don't probably remember that do. conversation at all, by the way. But <laughs> I, I do. It was at Jinkies. We had a little bit of it. Oh, yeah. Jinkies. Jinkies. I know Jinkies. You weren't talking about the podcast no, yet. Maybe after. No, I think you, you were, I think you were like, yeah. it should be called really this. Good. And I was like, yes. Yes, that's true. I think that's how it happened. That's I, true. But oh, but the double meaning is is not lost, you know, and no. obviously. Well, it didn't lose with me, and that's why you're in this book with that, because if it was called three dollar podcast, I don't think I would have two dollar and fifty cent. Right. No, no, no ten dollar podcast. No. It's a good thing that yeah. the uh, economy just was very low then it could go two dollar two dollar. Oh, right? so Did yeah. you ever have to pay late fees back in the day when you went oh, to the video store? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um but the funny part for me was when I used to go to the um the you know, like Blockbuster. And I would say, okay, well, I wonder if anybody, you know, I want, I would always look to see, do, do they have the movies that I did, yeah. you know? And they always did, which was great, but they always were out. <laughs> oh, that's Better good Better Off sign. Dead that's was out, good. Last American Virgin, always, Amityville, all of them were out every time I went. So, uh, and so that was kind of fun. Te- Terrorvision, I don't know if they, it was then that out because Well, and Blockbuster was kind of tricky because they were a family video store. That's right. So Terrorvision is, I, I believe it's R-rated. It might be the unrated, but, uh, but, but it, it was, is. you know, maybe the more cult area. Yeah, I don't, Last I don't American know Virgin too. Carry that there. Yeah, I was shocked that they had Last American Virgin at the um, at Blockbuster, but they did. Me too. Me too. I'm wondering. We have a sto- uh, we have an episode called Tales from the Video Store on our Patreon, and people can go and listen to our stories from being when we worked at a video store, and we <gasps> talked about how we used to have to call people on the phone to tell them that they had a late fee due. Oh no. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> and sometimes it was d- depending Click. on who the person picked up the phone and what movie it was. Because I worked at a at a general video store that's rented everything it, it, uh, that you can think of, and Dustin worked at Blockbuster. So depending on who you called and telling him, well, what movie is it? Well, I don't really want to tell you what the movie is, sir, but uh, or ma'am, you know, my right. husband will drop that's it off right. later today. Oh, really? oh okay, sorry. <laughs> That's right. Funny. It's called Double Impact, but not the one, <laughs> right? With, not the action movie, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but but what a funny thing to do for a job! Like you actually had to very stress inducing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. I would like to. If you've worked at a video store, please tell us your stories. I think that's yeah. Really well, cool. they can. You can. That's such a good segue because you can come on our show. To, the, it's you know, it's it's a sub show. It's a spinoff show. Oh Tales God. from the Video Store. Yep. Yeah, and we're opening it up. Do we're it. opening it up to Do the Patreon. It. There's a uh, there's a local video Splashing store at the bottom of the screen. It's <laughs> right not, but, no, it's but not. anyway, you'll have to look it up. There's a local yeah. video store called Vidiots in uh, I Santa Monica. I love Vidiots. Well, That's another one that I used to go to. Well, Vidiots is now has been moved to Eagle Rock. It's coming back. It hasn't officially back. launched. Wow. Yeah, it hasn't launched yet. We're having the the founders on next month to talk about some tales from the video store. But uh, what was your local video store when you were growing up? Was it Blockbuster or uh, something else? Can you yeah. remember? Well. You know, when back in my day, um, we didn't have any video stores. When we wanted to watch something, we watched each other. Yeah. Um, no, but, um, no. Um, what did we do? We we you know, first of all, there were no videos when I first growing up, and and that was a thing. Like you had to like watch TV when it was happening, and if you missed it, well, oh, tough man. tarts. Um, <laughs> tough tarts. Tough tarts. I like and that. Tough tarts. Tough tarts. There. Yeah. And That's then um, what happened? And then yeah, we then people started getting the VCR. VHS machines at home. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to say Blockbuster was probably the first one that I okay. came connected with. But when I came out to LA, because I'm from New York, uh, yeah. that's when I discovered Vidiots. And I also discovered the video store on Lancashire that has... Dynasty Video or... I, no. 
I don't know. Galaxy mm. video. Mm. It's like super niche. Don the Dragon Wilson talked about this video. He somewhere. did. Yep. I'm and we know mm. one knows the name because uh, oh, the, maybe awkward. Odyssey. Odyssey. Is it? It is Odyssey. It is Odyssey. Great Thank pull you, from the knowledge. That was Ooh. just a weird kind of uh, visual you know thing it. I saw. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it always, Odyssey never seemed like the name of the video store. It just was like Odyssey. Odyssey. So, Which um, kind of I thought was like an adult video store. That's what I thought. Like, that's, I thought so you know. But then. Um, I mean, they had those there. Different kind of said, Odyssey, No, no. That's like, where you go for the niche, niche, niche stuff. So yep, that's, that's yeah. the kind of video store cool. I worked at. But now, and then I also like, um, um, oh, everybody knows this, Amoeba. Oh, yeah, yes. Amoeba. Amoeba's great. Although you don't rent, but you buy. But no, still. No, you buy them there. If you, need, if you need niche videos, go to Amoeba. Or great music. Or unbelievably cool. Did you go to Amoeba yeah. back in the day? Yes. Always. Were always. you a tape girl, vinyl girl, CD girl, all of the above? Oh, nice question. I was never a vinyl girl. Really? Well, I mean, records, mm -hmm. yes. But I thought, like, there was a, a period of time where I missed the entire period where people used to get vinyl movies. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. I, think, yeah. I don't even know what that's called. The like disc? Laser disc? Laser disc. Okay, yeah. that, was yeah. the, that was the period of time that I must have had some kind of... Uh, I, I missed, I like some people take drugs and then they miss a whole period of their <laughs> well, life. Well, Laserdisc was popular. Oh, it was a niche I too. missed it. Higher I just quality, it. but still more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I missed that. Um, I was a VHS girl and then yeah. I turned to a CD girl. Okay. So. And DVDs. And DVD. Did you have a Walkman yeah. back in the day? Of course. <clears throat> have yeah, you seen I mean, my Reese's everybody. Peanut Butter commercial? Of course we have. <laughs> That's why I brought it up. Mmm, <laughs> chocolate. Hey, you got your chocolate on my peanut butter. Peanut butter on my chocolate. What? what? Oh. Delicious. Two great tastes that taste great together. Reese's peanut butter cups. Real milk chocolate, delicious peanut butter. Reese's peanut butter cups. And Reese's crunchy peanut butter cups topped with chopped peanuts. <gasps> when did you shoot that? Do you remember? Like Okay, I think. Okay, a nineteen. 78 or 9. Okay. It was definitely the 70s. Yeah. And I, when I did that commercial, honestly can tell you, I thought it was pretty weird that I was eating peanut butter out of a jar walking down the street. At the time, <laughs> I mean, hey, <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up because yeah. I got the job and I was like, all right, right. fine. Um, point of uh, interest. Nobody uh, does this. Who would do this? Yeah. Yes, no one does this. But I had to make it seem like natural and like, yeah, this is what we do. Right. Um, but you know, the coolest thing was that, um, first of all, John Kerwin, we did a re, we, he had me on his show. I was his, I was, I have never been on a talk show until John Kerwin's show. Okay. That was my first talk show. And I have to say, I, I, I loved it. I just, it was great. So, but that he said to me when we got on the show, we're going to recreate the commercial. Awesome. Oh. So we actually did the commercial together, which was hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, this year, Colbert, Stephen Colbert put it on his show and they made a COVID really? parody of it. They made yep. a COVID parody. They went and literally like they was like, you got your COVID in my, right? You know, like, oh, that's you know. hilarious. Oh, my God. But this year, this year, so yep. it was January. We'll, so. we'll post that clip on our Instagram page. We'll, we'll dig it up and find it. Post it everywhere. My, my greatest accomplishment, right? To have it <laughs> brought back in a COVID. I mean, uh, but but I think it, it speaks to not the, not just the fact that, well, everyone loves Reese's Peanuts unless you're anyway. allergic to peanut butter. Right. That could be Sorry a whole about story. that, people. But, but yeah. the nostalgia from 
from the late seventies, early eighties, you know, and and the eighties across the board and the early nineties, it's just so palpable and lovable right now. Everyone needs that nostalgia because it makes them feel good inside and we need more of that feeling good. Yeah. Just like going home, like you watch old movies and TV and you're suddenly brought back into what you know, your childhood, your teen years. Um, I think I've always loved nostalgia. I mean, I, I'm the person I've always like taken pictures, collected them. I've like, um, I'm also a little paranoid by modern, uh, you know, ways of, you know, like people put everything on a disc and a drive. And I'm always yeah, thinking, right. what if, what if the electricity goes out? What if totally. the light goes out? The drive and is going to eventually go all out. All yeah. we know, yep. and, or like the, uh, technology changes so much, you cannot play those things again. And so I'm a big fan of the book. Physical, Physical media. media. So, yeah. So there you go. No, but, but speaking of physical media and having a book out, I mean, you can, I think you can also get this on Kindle, right? No, no. Okay. This is, and the reason why I didn't do Kindle on this book, although I, I did Kindle on my first book is because I figured anybody who loves Better Off Dead is going to want to get the actual book. Yes. And then Agreed. they can have me sign it because I'm still here. Mm-hmm. Like I'm alive. So <laughs> I'm alive and you can come see me at conventions or whatever and have me sign because right. that's a special treat, you know. Yeah. So I didn't do Kindle for that reason. You don't need to. You know? I mean, I, I don't no. know. It's it's It depends on what you're reading per se. But, yeah. but the fact that you can get this on Amazon. Everybody yeah. go out and get it on Amazon. Seriously. Uh, Diane yeah. Franklin, the book is called The Excellent Comedy of the Last American French Exchange Babe of the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> I said that with AKA the Better Off Dead movie tribute book. Right. Thank you very much. Yeah. It's not like you don't have, a, you know, you have to take a deep breath when you do it. Um, I just, you know, I started my first book uh, and I had this really long title title because I wanted people to know, you know, have a sense of humor when you say it. But what's really cool is that I can just change the word. And the first one was Excellent Adventures. The second one, Excellent Curls. So the Excellent Comedy. So right. it, it makes it looks nice in a bookshelf. You know, so. It does. You When you were on last time, you had said that the title was maybe going to be The Excellent Coat, I recall. Yes. And yes. So, something changed. Um, yeah, because, well, a couple of things. One was that, um, yeah, I love the, the coat is awesome. Um and that's what kind of inspired me to do this. The Better Off Dead Monique's yeah. coat, of course. That, But I, I figured that no one would really look up coat if they were looking up the book. And it was mm, my most excellent comedy true. to me. Like, I was my favorite comedy. Um, and then, so it, it also brings you to the place of what the purpose of this book is, that it is it is a comedy. So, yeah, um, absolutely. And, and to go back and revisit it as the coat is, you're going to find out about. But the... Um, I know. So I think people appreciate the, the idea that it is obviously most excellent comedy. And it's an interesting way of taking uh, like a memoir, so to speak, and, and and changing it around because it is a movie tribute. It's a tribute to Better Off Dead. Yeah. It's got great interviews in it. Yeah. My other uh, books were more about, you know, my life as an actor. My first book about my life as an actor. My second book is more like um, with a lot of photos in it and, and more of a tribute to Last American Virgin. Yeah. Um, and had some has some amazing things in it. If you're a Virgin fan, you got to get the second book, Excellent Curls. No doubt. I love that's virgins. the one, right? Yes, yeah, see, talk to virgins. they're the ones. That's the <laughs> Virgin is the second book. I keep it a separate Gross. book, right? Yeah, right. Um, for for reasons. Um, yeah. But this, it's good the first time, but after that, it just doesn't. Right, it doesn't. Right. It doesn't. Sorry, work. Yeah, <laughs> that didn't land like I thought it would. Sorry, I, 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 we we just have to do a whole run on that. Yeah. that I love yeah. that. That's that book has its own magic um but this book is rated g like this book is anybody can read it you can show your kids the book and it's um and you and it's kind of cool because you can share your 
childhood with your kids. You go, oh, look, look at this book. And, and, but it was harder because this book, I was really the investigator. Like I had yeah. to find out everybody's true story, get everybody's information correct. Um, and even then, you know, I, I'm, for those people who do write and they get factual information and, um, y- you know, things change too, True. you know, like, and also how people feel about things change. Like you could have somebody who loves their film and then all of a sudden one year they're like, oh, I don't want to even talk about it. And like, you're going, ooh, like you want to be, I wanted to be sensitive to everybody who is in this book, of course. how they feel, but also represent them in a way that is, it, is through the book. Yes. Like, I mean, is, is I'm through the, I'm sorry, through the film. You know, the film is an upbeat, fun world. And I wanted to focus on that aspect and what we remember and what we love about the film. So, um, you know, not going into maybe what they're doing now because they might have a totally different life right now. This is, you know, we, we all, people change. And, yeah, sure. Um, but for me, uh, it, that was a hard thing to do, to go through it in each chapter. Um, for example, um, uh, Kim Darby, love Kim Darby. I worked with her before, you know, and I had a chapter on her. Like I, I just, you know, everybody's got a chapter, like each actor. Yes, you know? love um, that. And um, even down to like the little characters because I really, uh, or smaller roles because Joanne I- Joanne Greenwald, for yes, example. Yes, everybody, you know what? We, everyone who's watched this film like a hundred times has, yeah. everybody knows those characters so well and they think, and she is so funny in the movie, so by funny. the way, Joanne yeah. Greenwald. Um, but with Kim, I really thought I'd be able to get an in-depth interview with her because I still saw her at conventions. And, you know, I thought, oh, I'll be able to. Um, she wasn't up for it now in her mm, life. Okay. And this is not, this is no bearing on her. It's yeah. just some, it's, everybody has the right to have their own life and their own time and so right. i just tried to gather as much as i could and just bring back the hilariousness of her character so yeah. so funny she's yeah so i mean obviously the most notable person would be lane meyer himself lane, john cusack uh, this is lane meyer all right and, what am i going to do with you right and, and, <laughs> and the infamous you know situation where he did he was a little blindsided by the movie and I think initially I think you're absolutely correct um I think he did not expect it to be something that he he was going to talk about in yeah. his career I right. think yeah. he thought you know as a lot of times with actors we do a film and certainly when you start you never think it's ever going to be brought up again because so many things disappear like so many f- films and for that film to stay alive and people come up to him and so originally like when I like, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, people would say to me, uh, you know, I, I tried to get John to sign something and he, he wouldn't sign it. And then mm. it turned into, oh my gosh, I got John's autograph. He's starting to sign my better off dead posters, my better off dead <laughs> stuff. Now he's signing them and he is coming around to appreciating, I think, the film f- for what it is. I think obviously, you know, it's not something that maybe he would have watched. Like, yeah. you know, it's mm-hmm. like, like I'm the kind of person who, I would go watch Better Off Dead, like as a, my on my own, have with nobody saying. I'd be like, okay, right. I'm drawn to this film because it's going to be upbeat and funny, and I love. I want to walk away feeling really good. True. Yeah. Um, but sometimes people want to see more in depth and deeper things. Um, but I don't know. You know, I will say this: I I saw John at a convention, and I said to him, "We should do a film together again." <laughs> Because (laughs) it's because the fans would go crazy. I don't know. I mean, I'm just thinking, you know, 
people I would go nuts. And yeah. I think it's it would just would be so sweet. For whatever it's worth, he's heard it from my mouth. So anyway, but well, there totally you go. Agreed. At <laughs> least I'm celebrating him. And in again, I in this book you'll see how I'm I word things and uh, you know, and he's o- more open now. So Well, yeah. I, I think go again, Dan. talking about nostalgia and and Stranger Things is is on fire once again. And so people sure. are watching. I mean, they gave Kate Bush a whole new audience because of her song featured in the show, which is yeah. fantastic. But I love this idea of like doing, he could do a better off dead series with you guys as the parents and you've got your daughter could star as Monique. Yeah. 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 She can do oh it. Oh my gosh. Too, right? She can do that. <laughs> you could so call her funny. Monique Jr. And they could yes. be like, wait, normally you do that for a boy. And like, Monique no, this we're, t- we're twisting it around. She's yeah. Monique Jr. Let's write it right now. Right. Okay. So I'm just saying, make it happen. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just saying, get on that. Right. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> You're, I actually have called Savage and, and, Amanda also, we, we've talked about it. Amanda and I have like, would you do a, a remake if or, is, or a Better Off Dead continues? And she's like, yeah. yes, of course I would. And so I called Savage. I'm like, Savage, you've got to do this. You've got to make this yeah. happen. So he kind of, you know, was trying. I don't know. He said he's kind of doing something. We'll see. I don't know. If it's in the embers, it's in the embers. I don't know. Perhaps. I think it certainly is something that he would love to do. I don't yeah. know if he has the time, mm. but um, – and then I always think, like, maybe at some point I'll just write something. And, you know, I could at some point. I, It has to, you know, like right now I'm trying to focus on, you know, making sure people understand that if you love Better Off Dead, if you're a Better Off Dead film buff, you your fantasy has come true now because you're able to it's those what are they called special features yes yeah that is now yeah. available no totally you right? you've said this before um it, that it's in in this is like the extras on a dvd yeah, and, or right. blu-ray and and the blu-ray finally better off dead got released on blu-ray about a year ago or so and then like a steel book really cool go get it yeah uh but there was nothing yes. extra on it right? right and so you made the extras for the movie and, which is awesome. And it's, yeah, if you're a film buff, you'll like this. If yep. you like memoirs, you'll like this. If you like comedy, you'll like this. If you it's, like yeah. books, you'll, you'll like, like this. If, if you like if paper. You like reading. If you have if children you like... that you want to pass this on, like, you know, like you share the movie and you go, oh, then you'll like this too. What do you think the age would be to start uh, showing this movie to a kid, in your oh. opinion, as a parent? Okay, so <laughs> – Three. Coming from, seriously, like, okay, <laughs> coming from people who have said to me, oh, I was 12 years old when I saw Amityville 2, The Possession, or I'm like, what? Where were your, where was your mother? Or like, virgin. That was seriously. Zach who said that to you that last Yeah, Zach. go listen to Podcasting yeah. After Dark. Zach. <clears throat> <laughs> That's right. That's like, I'm like, what's happening? Yeah. Um, and then, by the way, now that the internet exists, so I have nothing to fear, uh, right? Like yeah, nothing. Right. I'm going to say point. birth, right? Um, <laughs> Good seriously, point. Like you can so watch true. this. Well, you can watch this because obviously the deeper part of this movie doesn't hit you until you're maybe thir- 12, 13. You know, yeah. like, I mean, like maybe what mm-hmm. it actually says yes. deeper. You can show this to someone who's like, you know. Seven, six, but you can because yeah. anybody who likes goofy humor, they're gonna. It's a cartoon, really. They're gonna is, focus yeah. in on that dancing French fries and hamburgers. Yes. I, I kid you not. Yeah. Like, if you're a kid and you watch this, all you're gonna say is, "Ooh, that's that movie with the hamburgers and French fries." You're and the yeah. animation. You're not gonna even pay attention yeah. to the story. Um, but as you get older, you're gonna pick up more and more. And I think that's yeah. what's interesting about this film is that it's. It, I mean, remember like Bugs Bunny commercial uh, uh, cartoons. Like, That's there's things yep. that adults will pick up, but totally. kids won't. And you can watch it a million times if you're a kid and you don't, you haven't reached that stage of development yet. You're not going to pick it up. So, 
I do think anybody can. This is G, general. Yeah, um, no, I agree. I agree. Right. I mean, you have kids. I right. mean, you, you there's tell There's a couple me. things that's probably you just have to explain a little bit later or something or, you know, right. later. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Of course. Yeah. It broke. Right, right, right. right. What broke? Oh, they won't get that for a while. What broke? Oh, the tires. Uh, yeah. Daddy, can you yeah. explain to me the, the, yeah. the chalkboard with the What's drawing the, and yeah. uh, the baby inside? Oh. or whatever? What's that? Yeah. Oh, she took her, he told, pulled her dress off. Yeah. Wow. Like, I mean, that's going to be right. the most yeah, but, risque right. thing. But, you're right. you know, as a kid, you're like, Oh, okay, but well, in this day and age too, like I remember as a kid and, and, and watching Bugs Bunny cartoons, for example, and like the anvil coming down on somebody's head yes. didn't make me want to go out and throw the anvil on somebody's head. So you, right. you get this idea of like, yeah, it, the, the kids can watch this; they know it's comedy. Yeah, uh, I think the car race scene would be a very fun scene to show kids. You know, like where it's the and 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 yeah. also just the the absurdity of when uh, Lane is sticking the Q-tips in his face. And yes, <laughs> yes, I mean, the, so many moments. Like, yeah. As long as, yeah, I guess they have to be old enough not to put Q-tips in their nose. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah, that would be, that's a warning. warning. Yeah. Right, that's a warning. <laughs> yeah. But nothing about that made me want to do it. You, you you did that? Put Q-tips in you my face? You start shoving things in your face? I think I, uh, if I didn't, my brother probably did. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, don't give your brothers any ideas, right? Yeah. My older brother right. did it to me. Yeah. Um, Maybe. Uh, <laughs> no, no yeah, but. Yeah, you just woke up with a Q-tip. Everywhere. Oh yeah. yeah, that's that's a whole other episode of this yeah. podcast. Um, <laughs> but you compiled. You did all this research. Yeah, you wrote it took this me like two years. I'm fascinated because yeah. you've written three books now. You said, yeah. and is it? I mean, I'm t- coming from a totally uh, ignorant place as far as writing is concerned. Yeah, is that a hard process to sit down and write a book? <laughs> um. Well, you know, I think to do it well, it is. I mean, like, I mean, I think, I, I, mean, I mean, good, good question. Okay, first of all, it's hard to write a bad book. Okay, it's hard is to write. It, a, it's hard it, to write a book at all. I just, um, yeah, I mean, really. no, just I guess, writing, I guess right? that that's yeah. More specifically, my point is, it hard to sit down and say, okay, I'm gonna, this is gonna be a novel. I'm gonna make this happen. That's a that's a daunting for me. That's very daunting. Okay, so here's what it is. First of all, I was an English major in college, which I would never. Uh, I was English major. Well, originally I was a, a science major. Then I changed to English. Um, and then uh, with the with some theater, I wanted to learn like back theater with um, I did it as a minor theater. But okay. th- but the thing about it was that what majoring in English did for me was it gave me the confidence of language. Mm. So that's the first thing to I think that that was that's the beginning of like going okay, well I'm not afraid of language and speech. Like that's a thing. Like you know yeah. I was very uncomfortable and like, not confident about it. Um, but I, what I learned about it was that language is fluid and language changes constantly. So what you think is absolutely correct, like, look, somebody could write something and it could it could be absolutely perfect with grammar and and uh, syntax and like just like vocabulary and and structure and it could be absolutely perfect. But when you read it, it might yeah. seem so rigid and yeah. it might be sort of like a paper. And to me what got me to write these books was that I wanted people to know who I was through the language that I spoke and through the way I did it. So I wasn't um, intimidated by it. I my, What was stronger was my desire to do it more so than my, does it have to be, you know, does the book have to be um, 
uh, perfect. Okay. You know, that's why we have editors, seriously. Yeah. Like, thank yeah, you. Thank yeah. you to all those who edit because you make the writers look great, you know. And uh, But also to have an editor who's sensitive enough to keep it in the way you wrote it as opposed to changing it, which is why I love M Michael Piccarello because we have a great understanding. He has a tremendous love of the 80s and he – He's my favorite. He's my editor. Like I like I can't ask anybody else to do this because he understands what I'm trying to do, but he also respects um, the fact that I want it to come off, and he's not changing things. He's only changing it for clarity, perhaps, but not for uh, intention. How, intention yeah. and how it feels, great. the that's tone. Great. So anyway, so that's the first thing. But I think in in writing a book, um, this was a again a little bit more like I had to do a lot more checking, and even then afterwards, like I went, oh my gosh, I can't believe like that that you know there was certain like I don't know there was something wrong in it, and I was like, oh, I got to change that next time. So if I ever do a new version, I do a little a couple of changes. Um, but find that error, and yeah, we will find give you a sticker, that, right? No, <laughs> That's a sticker. I like that. I like that. You get a sticker. Um, but um, I think writing books. What what this has done is now uh, it gets me to want to write maybe a movie or um, cool. you know yeah. or or a book or like you know series. It's giving me more uh, confidence to be able to do something like that, and I have a lot of ideas. Um, but my process is I don't sit down at my desk and write. What I do is I think for a really really long time about what I want. It to say, okay. I want to, I want how I want people to come away from after reading the book, like the thought of like, do I want them to feel happy? Do I want to be thoughtful? Do I want them to feel warm and fuzzy? Like you, you think about how the result of what you do is going to affect them. And then yeah. everything after I write all like the, my facts of what I'm going to do and I visualize constantly visualizing first and I'll make little notes. Um, and then basically what I do is I, I, get the facts and then I pull them all together into the form that I want. But, okay. but it's, it's tr much more thinking. And when I do, by the way, I might be typing in my car waiting mm -hmm. for like a latte, like, or you know what I mean? Like okay. I might be, I don't wait for the per perfect time to write. I write when inspired. It could be in the middle of the night. It could be, you know, uh, and I make it happen. Like I definitely do, um, I, and I put it away, like I'll write and then I'll put it away and I'll go and then I'll be oh inspired and I'll come back to it. So I don't sit and say, I'm going to write now because that's the end. That's the beginning of the end. That's, that's more my you know? question, I guess. It's like, did you, do did, you didn't designate a time. It was just, if it came to you yeah. and that's the beauty of having like a phone or whatever, you can just take a mental note and, you know, yeah. jot it down. Well, the only deadline I had, and this is what happened. Okay. So for like two years with the pandemic, I'm like, okay, fine. We're all bets are off. I'm not putting this book out during the pandemic. It's too, it's a downtime. And I want to, I don't want people to, I don't know. It's like, I just, people needed to take care of themselves. They shouldn't be in the books. They should be like looking at each other's eyes and saying, oh my God, thank you. Good, goodness, <laughs> yeah. you're alive. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Talk to your children. Like I just, it wasn't yeah. the time. And so I knew that I wanted to put it out after the pandemic that, or, or more. But then, um, and I wrote for like the two years, like putting things down. And then at the end of... Um, 2021, I said to myself, I have got to get this out for my 60th birthday. I have got to, because if okay. I don't do it now, 
it's not going to happen. So that was my deadline. And towards the end, so I was, you know, kind of pushing it and rushing it. It was very exciting. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. But I got Curtis Armstrong's uh, interview because at first he couldn't he couldn't uh, do an interview with me. But then he found time. And I was like, oh, yes. So that was amazing. Plus, I because everything was Zoom. I did Zoom with him. I have a taped interview with him. And oh, I have it and I have a taped interview with Cy Kernan. And these great. Cy Kernan um was the singer of uh the song I've uh, I've I've been arrested by you. Like just like so heartfelt. What is the strange elation taking my train of thought to an unknown destination? Suddenly, I don't know where I am, but like a trouble or a spark, something's happening in my heart. done like there are things that have come from it that are going to continue like I'm I mean I the reason why like one of the things is most times people come up with a book and that's it yeah and then okay on to the next this one the whole year because remember Better Off Dead really also has a lot to do with Christmas Mm -hmm. Christmas so so many people Christmas. (laughs) Christmas so this book is going to really also have a big meaning around Christmas. And I think people will might want to buy it as a present too. It's, it's a, just a brilliant, like unusual, fun present. Oh, totally. You know? Yeah. Um, so because of that, I have, there's some surprises coming with it. Um, awesome. uh, that I will, I can't say yet, but, but you will start to see. And if you follow me on social media, you're going to start to see some cool things. Um, because there's, uh, the book is going to come out in a bigger way. Um, there's going to be, um, some are we saying like new new editions is what we're saying. Um, or, or, or? It's going to be presented. Um, there's a, something called um, Proto. Okay. Is it Proto. It's a holograph uh, machine, and it's a thing where my I'm going to be like the premier author, like the first author to ever be in a hologram with a book. Whoa. So it's like Whoa. it's going to. Pre- I can't like even Tupac like, at Coachella. It's like. <laughs> It's like, I don't even know. I know. I wish. I wish. That sounds fun. I, I'm not sure how they're going to present it, but there's going to be like some, the press are going to come and it's the whole thing. So very cool. We'll okay. see. But yeah. So it's, it's so all I'm telling people is like, get the book now. Like you'll know what's happening and you know, well, and if you don't know, then go watch Better Off Dead because it's a very yeah. funny movie. That, yeah. Besides that's, that, that's forget the book and just yeah. go watch the film. Yeah. That's a given. I think at the end of the book, you're like, just go watch the movie. Yeah. Just go watch. Just, yeah. Go, just, just, yeah. just stop it. Stop forget reading about this. the movie and go watch um, the movie. Yeah, and and by the way, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's easy or hard to get. It is. It's super easy. I mean, Amazon Prime. It was there in a couple days. The book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. I mean, the movie. I mean, the movie. Oh, the movie. movie, Is it hard to watch? Well, I mean, there nowadays, for example, go to IMDb and then it says ways to view it or whatever, and you just click there. Good. So you can do that. Thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about how lucky 
you know, pe- actors are today that you can go back and go, ooh, I want to watch that movie and find it. Yeah. That wasn't a given in my lifetime. Seriously, it was well, not. I would like to, I, I know that uh, about a month ago, they screened uh, Last American Virgin at Los Feliz 3 yes. here in Los Angeles. And yeah. and you got to go there. And well, and, and we could talk about that as well. Um, I would like to see a Better Off Dead screening at, say, like the New Beverly <sighs> Cinema here in Los John. Angeles. Find John. Yeah. Somebody and, if, and if we can sponsor that, that would be great. That would be great. Uh, wonderful. And, I'm there. Yeah. And, and Savage, we'll get Savage. I mean, Savage you and Amanda, you're still friends. You're good friends come. with Amanda Wiss, yeah. right? Yeah. We're great. I mean, we are so that's what's another thing about this film. You know that you know that this was from the heart because we all stay in contact. Curtis, yes. um, Aaron Dozier, since this, you know, is connected, um, he's back east. Um, yeah, we're all like still friends and we all love the movie. Was yeah. it hard? Who was who was the hardest interview to get for this book? Would you say? Interesting. Well, I would have to say oh, it was so fun. Okay, so Amanda was awesome, um, and I reached out. Like I reached, I tried to reach out to everybody. Um, I would say Curtis originally because I really wanted to have Curtis in it, just because. I mean, he's got the best lines. Charles Demar. Charles Demar, yes. best I mean, friend of Lane Meyer. Yeah, yeah it's um, very quotable. You know, I I have. I, I another thing like I didn't approach this book um, for financial gain. This is all about the love of yeah. the people and the book. I really, really, really wish that I could have gotten an interview from John just because so many people look up to him yeah. and adore him from this film and like even younger people are going to watch him in this movie and they're going to be like I'm him and yeah, I yeah. wish that he would have maybe done an interview but I didn't want to press it so I just I uh, maybe who knows you never know maybe at some point he'll he'll say he'll do something um but he'll that's the, the only regret that we do. yeah I yeah. mean I feel like if that would be the moment and the one thing I have to say is we did do a, a, a signing convention together, and yes. that was a great moment. That's where you're like, we got to do uh, this show. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that was well, great. I guess what, I, what I'm thinking about, too, is um, you know, you said you didn't do this for financial gain or anything like yeah. that. I think that's one of the things that we've always loved about you is that you yeah. are such a genuinely good person. Thank and you. it's not like, well, I'll do the thing, but uh, how much are you going to pay me? Right. You uh, know? And, and like while- some other people <laughs> who <laughs> well, remain yeah. nameless. Yeah. I totally no, get that, I, by no, the way. Look, no, I totally listen, get I mean, that. We all you, gotta, yeah, right. no, look, everyone yeah. has to make a living. Yeah. And, and yes, obviously, look, I mean, all the any profits here go to my children's college and life fund, right? So don't even... <laughs> well, I, no, I guess my, my point more is yeah. like, it, it, it's it, there's never an underlying like reason why you do things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the reasons why you're back on our show. We, Thank we, you. We've been connected for so long because you're such a good person. And I I'm think we like need- I'm not like Karen. Right, you're like Monique. I'm yeah. like Monique. Yeah. I'm, more, I'm a Monique, okay, seriously. How like, was yeah. that, by the way, uh, seeing Last American Virgin on the big screen at Los Feliz? <sighs> okay, it was trippy <laughs> because it was, tr- okay, first of all, first of all, it's been 40 years. Yes. Okay. Right. So all of a sudden, 40 years. And Lawrence was there, right? And Lawrence was there, which was great. And I was Lawrence really- Lawrence Monsoon, who played yeah. Gary, the lead. Yep. He was he was wonderful. And it was um, and it was nice because, oh, and then Boaz Davidson's daughter showed up. She, Boaz Davidson was the writer and the director of the film and based it on his true life. So here he is. Here's his daughter visiting us like to watch it. From what overseas? A gift. From Europe? Uh, no, she was- She's here. Okay, okay. But- 
for, she came because he didn't come. So I yeah. guess it was she was kind of representing I mean, the family the ambassador and, of the of the family. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what a what an experience! So that was very wonderful to see her. That was personally for Lawrence and I. We were just really touched by that. And um, it was what was really amazing was after forty years, we're watching the film, and people still are absolutely silent at the end. Mm-hmm. It, it, occasionally, gutted. Yeah. Like, I mean, we gutted. We talked about this. Yeah. I mean, we people on. didn't, they were like uncomfortable, awkward. Like it was interesting. Yeah. And, and I, and therefore, <laughs> and everyone was relieved when we got on stage to talk about it because it wasn't like, you didn't go, yeah. <laughs> at <laughs> right, the end right. of a movie. Woo. Yeah. No, everyone went, better off just once. Right, right. Just like, <laughs> people <laughs> were crying. <laughs> I've been like, there. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> So (laughs) yeah, so that was amazing to see it. It's still such a human experience. A great turnout, by the way. And it was huge. Yeah, Yeah. I think they sold out. They sold out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's great that the movie carries on. Sorry, we missed it. It was busy. I was busy. I was very busy. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh Couldn't get tickets. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't get tickets. (laughs) But I I think that. I think. I I think. Not. Not. Don't tell anyone. (laughs) No, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't. Dustin's brain's going. I hate her sacredly. No. No. Yeah. Missed social media or something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, Terribly (laughs) devastating ending. Um, Yeah. But yeah, go watch Better Off Dead. Let's do a Better Off Dead one. Uh, I think. I think we should. We should because because. There's so many memorable moments throughout this whole thing. You you talked about Arrested by You. Is that your, would you say that's your favorite song off the soundtrack? Oh, that's hard. I love all the songs. I mean, there's so, I love that song. And especially I love it now that I spoke to Cy because. I bet. He gave me a background. I had no idea. And, and one of the things I, as an actor, I find exciting is, when I work and I do my parts and then the next level, like the editor putting it all together is telling the story. And then the music comes in. And I always wondered if the people who had, who were writing the music or like who put music into films were part of the process where they'd shown the film first mm-hmm. or, and no, I think right. they're usually, it's just a completely independent thing. They get the script and they think their own thing, which I think is beautiful. So yeah. all of a sudden you're getting such creativity put together by the editor and the director, like just in the end, like, and obviously, you know, with okays from the producer, but still like, it's such a group piece. It's a group effort. Yeah. I mean, a- any performance is everybody's important. There's no not important person within theater and within film. Totally. Um, everybody matters, you know. Down to craft Collabs. services. Crafts. Oh, and the craft services. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Like, you know, um, it's some, it puts that smile on your face to get ready to go and do the next thing. But the, but the so, music yeah. in, in particular, uh, uh, I mean, obviously – our, our show, that's a huge component of our show, is, is is one specific song from a movie that stands out to us. Arrested by You definitely does that. Uh, there are so many other great songs in that movie. And like you said, it is a Christmas movie, so you've got these elements of Christmas mm-hmm. songs right. in there as well. Uh, one Way Love, you know. And Elizabeth Daly, E.G. Daly's voice. E.G. She's another friend of mine. I love E.G. Her voice, I remember when we did the film, hearing her voice treasure. and yeah. thought, Okay, like, why isn't this girl like a number one singing star? Like, but I, I think for E.G., because she's talented in so many different ways. Yes. She's an yeah. actress, voiceover yes. actress, singer. Um, 
at the time, I think it really was like, what direction do you go? I mean, yeah. she really, it was whatever's in the moment she can do. Uh, hot, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I mean, she made know, that that, like, that dress made out of tinfoil or whatever it was. She rocked it she on stage. Rocked so. it. She's <laughs> wonderful. I just um, that was the song we ended yeah. up choosing for when we first covered "Better Off Dead." We chose, you know, the the theme by, Off Dead by E.G. slash One Way Love. Yeah, and, yeah. And then, but then looking back as well, because I think we were going to have to revisit and maybe do a follow up because of "Rested by You." Oh wow! Like we made a. If you go to our Instagram, YouTube, whatever, you'll see the um, the promo we did for your appearance on this show. And that song is like hauntingly beautiful. Oh, it's and so I think it beautiful. Just, it, it, it carries on today. It, and I'll tell you something. When you get the book, you'll see the special thing that's going to happen from that. I I I was blown away talking to Cy. Like, and he was in England also. Like, this is like we're it. on Zoom. I mean, think of, I think about it too. Like, okay, well, you know, 10 years ago, we didn't have Zoom, right? Did, no. Was it 10? 10 no, I, I think, no, I feel like the, maybe, maybe, the pandemic yeah. has actually yeah. made Zoom even more. Well, like everyone people more, Yeah, Obviously. people yes. more comfortable yes. with yeah, it. for sure. So, I mean, here I am talking to him and he's in England and I'm like, oh my God, we're in real time. We're talking. Yep. He's sharing things with me that he's never shared with anyone. Like I'm going, oh my gosh, this is amazing about the film. And uh, so there's more treats this year coming out. Really just uh, incredible. But yeah, that song is so... Sweet. Evoking my concentration, saving me just in time from a desperate situation. Suddenly, I don't know who I am. My dilemma's where to start. The thing about also the the book is it's such a you feel good because it talks about the language of love and romance and I don't know if people you know have enough of this you need more romance in life not just the sex which is okay all right it's okay this Ricky and his testicles but uh, tentacles whatever you call it but uh, yeah tentacles tentacles Tentacles. nt right I have a question for you about the book yes so Savage Steve Holland Mm -hmm. the director yeah also directed uh, One Crazy Summer How I Got into College. There's a running theme in the book that basically is saying every every actor that was going to meet with him obviously had no idea who he was because it was his first feature, right? No one knew. But everyone had this idea because of the name. You know, it's always like they show up and he's like, well, he's not savage at all. He's just kind of a goofy, bespectacled, (laughs) you know, goofy guy. Why... Why is his name Sabbath? Like, where does that even, what's the, what? Well, he talks about it yeah, in the book. Yes, but, but I, I want to hear um, your perspective. Yes. Like, did you? Okay, so Savage, very, absolutely. I mean, everyone hears Savage, we go, what right. is happening? Savage. Um, yeah, and, and everybody thinks he's, when you first hear that name, you're, go- you're thinking this is a scary guy. 
And okay, he's the writer director of this movie. So he's like, you're going, is he crazy? Like, like when you get the script, you know, when I first got the script, we didn't know anything about it. We knew it was hilarious, but we're like, what kind of savage are we talking about? Right. Like, are we talking about savage crazy, savage Fred rough, Savage sav- or Fred Randy Sav- Macho Man <laughs> Savage? Right. Which in the in the definite A, the, B, C, the or D. Savages. Sergeant um, Savage. Right, I don't right. Know. right. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um, and it was such a relief seeing him in person because he looks, he's got, he has this like curly, he's still to this day, curly blonde hair, um, beaming blue, like just beautiful blue eyes, like beaming smiley face, just looks like a kind of a surfer dude, cute guy, like just really sweet. And, um, it was a big relief. And again, how my experience was when I got to the audition for better off dead, I was in the waiting room and I was like, talking to this guy I was like is this the right place you know I just want to make sure I have an audition and it was savage and I thought he was like a a PA or something an intern he was like I thought he was going to be like do you, do you, know, you know want some coffee right. like you know I thought oh I could trust this guy because I'm not meeting the savage guy yet so I'm, I could, the savage guy. Right, yes. I'm meeting the savage guy so right. you know how you that do guy's that guy's in leather you, clearly the right, savage right. guy's going to come in <laughs> right. yeah, on a motorcycle the, you know you go in an office yeah. and you see the person wearing like you know sh- you know shorts and a right. you know plaid shirt or whatever and you're yeah. like you go up and go oh, he's the safe guy like oh hey so like you know before I meet the big people you know, uh, you know, is there any water? Where's yeah. the bathroom key? Whatever it is you ask, you know, and uh, it was him. He's like, oh, I'm savage. What? Right. And I'm so embarrassed. And I feel like the, the focus in the camera goes. Yeah. <laughs> yep, it does. Oh, crap. It does. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's pretty funny. And he's a sweetheart of a guy. Like, I mean, that's why it's kind of fun when we have him on the panels, mm-hmm. because everyone's like, who is this guy? You know, so funny. Um, yeah. And yes, and it is very fun. So uh, and he tells a story about how it happened. So uh yeah, obviously I'll, read I'll the book. That but I, yeah, yeah, by the way, okay, so I go to write this book and he sa- – I said, Savage, you know, do you want to contribute to it? You know, thinking yeah. – because obviously this is his world, his life. Yeah. And he's like, are you kidding? Yes. Yeah. And so the next awesome. thing I know, like there's like, you know, 40 pages, like 30 pages of stuff. I'm like, Amazing. what? And I'm reading that and I'm laughing out loud. So like I put whatever I could hear in it and – uh just just brilliant well again it's a really unique way of approaching a memoir because it's just done in a very reflective but it's 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 very unique so you've read it i just wanted to yeah so well we don't want to give anything away oh yeah okay but did you like it yeah i love that i love that aspect of it i love well first of all i love movie books and and all the things that i said people should buy this for are the reasons why i buy these things but um not that i'm everybody but whatever yeah it's your this is a unique way of doing it you know, you could have just written a would would have been fine. Right. But it is Very literally, I think you yeah. describing it as the DVD extras in a book form is perfect because that is what I gravitate towards on when I buy the DVD. I'm like, well, what, what extra things? Why am I spending $25 on this or whatever? Exactly. And then now you know because yeah. it's chocked full of stuff that you're not going to hear anywhere else or you're going to hear from directly from the source which is great. And primary you're not just, source. Right. There you go. <laughs> yeah. We go primary source. It's like, yeah, I mean, you don't want to hear it from somebody from somebody. You know? Yeah, you which is great. You know, you like it could have been a fanboy out there writing their own like reflection on it, but you were in it, right? And how many actors do that? They People don't do that. Not many. And yeah. again, I think it's, Mm-mm. you've written three books already, which still yeah. blows my yeah. freaking mind again, you know? 
Oh, I hope it encourages actors to, you know, I mean, I think I you think, should. That yeah, encourages yeah. people to. I think I, uh, Ritanya Alda wrote her book based on seeing me write books. Cool. She oh. said, you know what, I'm gonna do, you know, that because again, you're getting the, you're getting the real primary source thing. So I don't know. I just, I just, um, I personally, I like uh, documentaries. I like, yeah. you know, things that are based on truth. And so to me, when I see stuff like this, I gravitate towards well, myself. You, you watch a documentary and you hear someone, uh, I don't know, a, 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 an entertainment writer from NPR or something giving yeah. their perspective on why something worked or didn't. And that's fine. It's great. But then when you hear the person that actually worked in it, talking about it, reflecting on it. That's yeah. where it's more meaningful to you. Yeah. And for you to just dig deep and then get all these great interviews, you know? That was amazing. And oh, by the way, I will say this, you know, critics are, are very interesting. Uh, I think, I know, and I'm going to tell you this. No, because- <laughs> Very nice see, way to put it. Well, no, because what it is, is we, the reason why critics are important is because they are taking information that is not theirs. Um, that they don't own and they are trying to interpret it in a fair way as best they can. Mm. But, okay, maybe not. Maybe it's called as critic for a reason. Right. But um, let's say documentary people are, are more trying to get the truth. But even <laughs> within that truth, again, I mean, I've seen people who are trying to do documentary things and they it's, they just have to be very careful. It's yes. litigation and all this totally, stuff. Yeah. But, but I, I got to tell you something. I like critics, uh, and I'll tell you why I like the value, because for everything you do, there's always going to be somebody who doesn't like what you do. Yeah. But that's okay. Yes. That's okay because you don't want to – it's not about pleasing everyone. It's about connecting with the people who understand what you're trying to do. So – Obviously, sometimes a critic will say something and it'll make you so angry you watch it. You mm -hmm. go, you know what? I don't, what are they talking about? I'm going to watch it anyway. I will say that even in the world of Better Off Dead, when Better Off Dead came out, the critique, the critique was not good because they were going to critics and they were saying, what do I spend my, I'm going to say $2 on, <laughs> even though it's probably not true, to go to the <laughs> movies? What am I going to spend my money going to the movies on? I'm going to the critic to say, where do I put my money? And the critic will go like, well, don't do it there. Put it into something like Sophie's Choice or, you know, uh, Officer and Gentleman or, you know, they'll try to give you yeah. something that your money is going to be worth and you're going to see something or even maybe to make up the profits of the company who's mm -hmm. paying them. Who knows, Sophie's whatever. Sophie's Choice is right. a Sophie's right. Choice between Sophie's <laughs> Choice and Better Off yeah. Dead. <gasps> Unless you're Rex Reed and right, you get right, right. paid to yeah. Right, yeah. see? I'm see just the, kidding. No, sort no. Of. Sort no, of, right. Are, no, I mean. That's a huge part of it. No, yeah. I mean, yep. look, you know, and like, okay, that makes sense. Like, okay, that's cool. Um, but now that the internet <laughs> exists, we can say, what is our taste? What do we yes. feel like watching? Totally and different What do we feel like and not feel like? Like, Like, I know people who absolute like they love horror but they don't like a certain kind of horror and no even though it's available yes. on the internet they just choose not to watch it because they they're they're yeah. their own they're their own um director in their life of what they're going to see they're not going to just watch anything and put that imagery and and um you know film is very powerful you know so we are our own directors in our life yes. and we can choose oh i like that i watch this and you can make recommendations to people of what you like but now you have to be the critic and say why you like it and why you don't because you've right. got your friends saying well you you like it but why do you like it because i'm a little sensitive to watching this or that and better off dead is um you know the title makes you think uh-oh but yeah. then the movie, you, you, a lot of people, when they talk about Better Off Dead, they're, they're reassuring. They're going, it's okay. 
you, I know, we're, when on, you know, I'm your friend. I wouldn't mislead you. You can watch this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Because there's moments where it's like yeah. a fever dream where you're like, oh, he's fantasy, having his fantasy moments. And yeah. we even talked about this when, when we first discussed the movie. There's like a tonal shift kind of midway through where it becomes more fantasy yeah. aspect, which is, which is great. Uh, but it's not like, you know, there's people that like psychological horror right. and that's it. There's people like who are gore hounds and that's it. Yep. This has a little bit of everything for someone. Yeah. You know, and, and it makes sense that Better Off Dead is it's it's a universally appealing film, I think, across the board, because you're right. It does deal with very heavy subject matter, but it's done in a way that at the end of it, you go, OK, yeah, that's heavy and we can have a discussion after this, right. which is actually not a bad thing. Right. Absolutely. But it's done in a way that it's tasteful and it's it's lighthearted. And you're you're joyful at the end because the guy gets the girl, spoiler alert, you know, and gets yeah. the car, spoiler alert. But uh, but and that's it. You can walk away going, okay, I don't feel heavy. Yeah. I don't feel like I have to reevaluate my life. I don't feel like I have to cancel anything. Right. You know? No, cancel. That's funny. Yeah. Um, I will say, um, what's interesting about the films that I do is they're really good college paper films. Oh like like yes. Last American Virgin, great college paper, oh, better no off doubt. dead college paper, you know, uh Terrorvision. <laughs> well, I don't see why not. That's probably a kind of relaxing one, I would say. Um, Talk to Corey, right, uh, right. Right, right. Dark, yes. um, but still, <laughs> still, you might want to do a college paper after that. Um, uh, so, um, or, and Bill and Ted's. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's a high school movie. People show it in, or or even yeah, they show it in school. The high school, you know, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I know my history. Yeah, you're learning. I did. Yeah. I did. I did pause on on Better Off or on Bill and Ted's with my son because I'm like, yeah, there's some things that work and then some things that don't work in this day and age. Yeah, that's true. Actually, you know? right? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. However, but that movie has stood 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 the test of time. Yeah. I think Terror Vision is is one of those underrated gems, and you. Are you and John Grease are the Grice, Grice yeah. sorry, Grice yeah. are the highlights of that movie, truly. I mean, well, it's it's an ensemble cast. Intellectual decay! Turn it off and watch a break! The Puttermans are just a typical American family. The only thing they're missing is a pet. But have we got a surprise for them? You see, Stanley Putterman's new satellite TV has just gone on the blink. And it's drawn in a creature from outer space. Like all new pets, this one's causing a little trouble around the house. And he's eating the Puttermans out of house and home. In fact, it seems like this creature will eat anything. Well, just about anything. She looked right at my studs and cooled out. This dude's into metal! Now, it's up to the kids to break the creature of its bad habits. I said shut up! But he's not responding well to discipline. The Puttermans finally got themselves a pet. But they never even had a chance to give it a name. Terror Vision, from Empire Pictures. It's a parody of the 80s, made in the 80s, which is why no one got it, because they didn't understand that it was making fun of the generation. I mean, I was calling a jacuzzi a jacuzzi for the longest time. And like, give me a hiney. And people were like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, you haven't seen Terrorvision? They're like, what is wrong with you times two? Kiss the boot. No, get out of here. You're gone. Leave my party now. I'm sorry. Brings us to today. <laughs> yep, here we are. I still oh, say kiss the, boot. kiss the boot. Kiss the boot. Oh my gosh. My brother used to get in my face and say kiss the boot. And he'd say, are you into metal? And I'm like, 
Yes. I'm going to make you take your pills, <laughs> which is today. Right? Sorry. I, I know we're kind of running out of time. Really quickly, if you made a mix CD for somebody, what's, uh, what's one song you would put on it? Oh, God. If I made a mix CD. mixtape. Oh, that's so unbelievably difficult. Um, my brain is. Yeah. Who asked this question? Wow. Well, that's from me. Oh, that's from you. Okay. <laughs> Of course, oh, the difficult question. Dang. You know, right? Tick tock. You can give her the easy one. Um, What's your favorite color? Oh, yeah. <laughs> purple. Um, oh, okay. nice. Good nice. choice. Good. So, that's um, the next question. That, that changed, <laughs> you know, I, over the years. It's purple now. Um, gee, wow. Well, you know. I'm, that's my language of love, by the way, is mixed CDs, mixed tapes. I made many for my wife. I've I mean, made over 20 for my can wife. Can I just say a song from the 80s? Because it's just. Sure. A song from the 80s. <laughs> how, about, how about Arrested by You? There you go. I'll say Arrested yep. by ding, 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 ding. Right. Yes, Correct. Arrested by You. Nice. That's... And and Just Once, I guess. Can I just... Okay. Well, right? Sorry yeah, about that, yeah. right? <laughs> Sorry. Downer. Okay. It's Arrested by You. Okay. Yeah. All, I, all I know <laughs> is I would sing that song like to myself while I'm making breakfast or something. And my, my son, who was like maybe four or five at the time, started singing it to himself. And... Arrested by You. No, Just Once. Oh, Just Once. Oh, I was no. doing my best, oh, but no. I guess... Yeah. My best wasn't no, good. No, and I was no. like, no, Bodie, don't, don't, don't go there. Do it. Don't Affirmation do it. manifested. Um, one Way Love. I could say maybe the Better oh, Off Dead one themes. Love. Yeah. One Way Love. One Way Love. I good put, energy. put One Way Love on a mixtape for my wife. She put Arrested by You on a mixtape for me. And <gasps> really? That's why we're married. That's not why we're married. But, <laughs> but it's but yes, pretty close. Yes, before we're married. It keeps you together, yeah. right? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. No. Yeah. Can you go over how you're picked for Better Off Dead for the role? Like, was it, was it, was it hard? Was it challenging? I was... Probably, I was being considered for Beth more than Monique. I don't think they, I don't even think they thought of Monique, but I had just done a film where I played a French girl and I was, I was like, I am Monique. Like, mm -hmm. I just, I beeline for it. I'm like, I, I am Monique. There's no other person I can, like, this is the role. So yeah. I went in with the intention of auditioning for that part. Whether they give it to you or not, is you never have control over, but you just cross your fingers. But, um, I just felt it. So I think what's interesting about the process is as an actor, you know, it's always like, it's just a moment. Yeah. Like you could have, you could be an actor. And if you don't have the guts to go after what you connect with, it's gone. The role is gone. And then sometimes you go for something and you are not connected to it at all. Other people think you are like the mm. other people see you as that. Yeah. And yep. you go, totally. I don't know. Mm. And they go, yeah, I see you. as that. And you go, mm, I don't know. And you do your best. Um, but then you kind of sometimes find your way in, in it. It's just interesting. The, the, the casting process is the most um, spontaneous in the moment experience, but it is exciting. Did you and, have callbacks for it? Good question. You know, I didn't have a callback for Whoa. it. I, I'm just realizing this now, 40 years, whatever, years later. Update, we, update. We're, I, we're talking see, there we go right. now. No, no callback. Right, seriously, no, no callback. Wow. I auditioned, I met the director, Savage, in the, in the, in the hallway of the, right, in the waiting room. Can, um, I, can you give me a Coke? Yeah, dude? can you, can, I'm really tired. Can I, yeah. just need a, I have a yeah. headache. Can you just give me an Advil or something? Do you have any Reese's peanut butter? Right, right. right. <laughs> That's you go. He's coming with your Do you have peanut, peanut butter, butter cup. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm a little irritated. I've got to meet these people. I'm really not into it. You have a it. chunk bar. <laughs> right. Remember chunk bars? Right. Chew oh. peanut butter cup. Why would anyone eat a chunk bar? It's disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> and always told that they were rats. Yes. In it. Yes. I heard that rumor too. 
I heard rat sc- I never heard that. Sorry, Chunk Bar, but yeah, that never was Chunk Bar. But I never heard that. Oh, yeah, yeah it was That's a. It Someone was, found rat poop or something or bones. Seriously, or, yeah. don't do it. You know, Chunk McRib. Yeah, never- that was always the legend. The McRib. That, a, that rats had fallen into the. I heard that about fried chicken at KFC. Yeah. Oh my god! Now <laughs> clearly they've been. Now we're around. going nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. really nostalgic. <laughs> Remember when you could go out to dinner and find a rat bone in your uh, right. <laughs> chicken bowl? KFC. Right. Uh, anyways, no callback for okay, that. Okay, yeah. so no callback. Answer. Wow, that's yeah. impressive. I would. I am. I am very happy that yeah, there was no callback, and even also with uh, Princess Elizabeth, no callback. No callback. Just, wow. um just being princess. How was that? So how was that being just like uh, that, that teen idol for such a long time? You know, just being in Better Off Dead, being not on screen as that teen sensation. Well, um, it's happening now, so I don't know. <laughs> Back then, <laughs> um, because there was no internet, um, we didn't. I we didn't have the experience that's happening now. I mean, I didn't do the magazines and the no Tiger Beat, no Tiger no. Beat, no. Um, you know, I 17. was, people kind of did a little bit like they'd say, oh, you know, put you in Us Magazine, like they'd see a picture or they put me in People or something. But it was not, unless you did that as your, you're the publicist. I didn't have a publicist. Okay. People didn't really know anything about me. So I didn't even know that I was mystery. the They're teen. Mystery. So now is when I'm suddenly finding out, oh, you were my teen crush. Or oh, I mean, that funny. was over the, you know, t- years I've done the conventions. That's when I found out. I yeah. had no idea. You know, I really just was like, oh, I, I'm, you know, just an actress. Then and here you are yeah, with us. Yeah. An actor. Yeah. One, one, one more question. We have uh, Lee Germaney, who's a friend of the show. Lee's uh, Hi, Lee. very supportive. Hi, Lee. Uh, he says, was there any role you turned down that you regretted? <sighs> yes. <laughs> yes. Princess I Leia, no, Star Princess Wars. Leia, <laughs> no, I'm yeah. Titanic. Uh, um, <laughs> you know... Sophie's Choice. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sophie's Choice. Right. I turned it down. I just, I really thought. It was a hard it, decision. Yeah, I just <clears throat> didn't like the story to me. Yeah. No, um, it was a bummer. Like, uh, no. Yeah. Uh, it's a bummer, man. Yeah. Right. Wow. Um, there was a movie, which actually, no, I, well, there's movies that I wish I had gotten. Turning Down. The only movie that I really turned down that was kind of, was That Was Then, This Is Now. Oh, yeah. With Craig Sheffer and Emilio Estevez. No. It was based on an S.E. Hinton novel. That was then, this is now. No, yeah. it's... Or, Zach was so excited. Was oh, wait, I would give him that movie. No, Tell me was, everything. Some, some kind no, of like, it was no, some, a no, book. It wasn't that and they turned into a movie, but yeah. it was with yeah. Laura Dern. I think that was then, this is oh, now. Oh, Laura was Dern? Yes. Laura Dern. And Laura Dern got the part. Is it Ramblin' Rose or... No, it's 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 a... It was a movie... Smooth Talk? That's what it was. Okay, okay, smooth that's talk, why I didn't yeah. get... That was then, this is now, was... Based on Smooth Talk was yeah. based on a book. Smooth yes. Talk, that's what it was. Yeah, and with uh, Treat Williams. Yeah, I was offered the part originally, and I was like, I just, I had been playing that role so many times where mm. I was the innocent and taken advantage of, and I was like, mm, I don't think so. Mm. I just was like, I just can't go there. But yeah. that would have led to a totally different career. Totally. And I wouldn't have never, I've done better off Ted, so I'm glad, I'm really glad the way it worked out. And other films like, um, you know, there are films that I wish that I had gotten, but that was one where that was a real choice. Like I was like, mm, no, I didn't say right, yes, right away. And not that they were like banging down the door, but still it was definitely uh, in, con- you know, there. Well, I so. think, I think Monique is a, is a unique and iconic role. Merci. You know, this is very dear to my heart and uh, it is very upbeat and you yeah. can do it. And we need this now. <laughs> yeah. We need it during the pandemic. We do. Right? We, need we it really more. do. So, so go out and buy Diane Franklin's book. 
on Amazon. Go to Amazon. Just search Amazon, uh, Diane Franklin book and it'll all come up. Say the yeah. title without looking at it. I can't do that. I can't Get, do that. The say excellent, it 10 times fast. The excellent comedy of the last American French exchange babe of the 80s, a.k.a. the Better Off Dead movie tribute book. There Very you nice. go. Fantastic. One take, Johnny. Right. <laughs> um, Diane, it's been an honor and a pleasure to have you back on the show. I am so glad I'm alive, and I am so grateful to see you guys alive, too. So and here we are. So grateful to be alive with you and being seen by you, and oh, thank yeah. you for coming back. We're all this being is, seen each other. Yeah. And thank you for you, because you are the most yes. important people out there. Yes. Truly. Thank, thank you, you for listening, because, you know, that it, it makes my day. makes me really happy. Well, you made our day. It makes my day better off. There. Oh. Not dead, though. Okay? Better, better, better off. <laughs> Day. Day. It's better, better off day. Better off, yes. It's Happy. a better off day. My day better than a last American virgin. <gasps> there we go. Right. Uh, there we go. Well, better off. What else can we do? <laughs> yeah. It was the most the, excellent interview. The, the excellent interview <laughs> of the last American French exchange. If this is our first time, we could call it our virgin interview. But. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. Right, but that. no, now it's no. It's, but three books, you gotta come back. You gotta we gotta have three interviews with you, yes. at least. Good. Yeah, because right. the, trilogy, be around, you know, the if, trilogy it's always the best. If right. you're still open after this one, I don't know. I'm, I like, will be I, back yeah. at some point. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much. And um yeah. we'll catch you on the flip side. Wait, what? Oh. You brought that one back. Oh yeah, remember the good guys always win, <laughs> just, even in the eighties. Just do a catchphrase that we don't use anymore and our, our new catchphrase is the good guys always win, even in the 80s. All right. Yeah. So I'll take it. Megaforce. Megaforce, Barry Bostwick. Yeah. Barry Bostwick. Oh, yeah. You do. And you were you work with Barry, oh, too. He's the best. Yep. Well, Barry, yep. we'll, we'll have him in studio. Oh, we should do a yep. Barry Bostwick, Diane Franklin. We'll talk about Summer Girl. Oh, yes. my gosh. Sorry, guys. We thought it was ending. We saw, no. This is so awkward because now we're going to have more goodbyes. Do we but, have to yeah. say goodbye again? No, I, we're, we'll say no. goodbye. Zach will hey, do that. Zach if you have any suggestions, yeah. let them know yeah. because maybe yeah. we could do a group thing. That'd Interact. be fun. Well, yes. I would love to. We would love to have you and Amanda in here uh-huh, to yeah. reminisce yep. and actually, you know, talk about how you cannot get along or maybe be, you know, pining for the same guy and yet it all works out in the end. Yes. See, there we go. That's the sequel. With John and I, we were For all sure. trying to find it. John, but we can't find I love him. It so and Curtis much. is like, I'm role playing in Ireland. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us. Right. everybody. Bye. Bye. Au revoir. There's your buckets. Hey, this is Diane Franklin, and you are listening to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. And I am just so excited to be on the show. Hope you are listening. And have a great day, or most triumphant day. Oh, listen, I just wanted to say goodbye and remind you that the good guys always win. Even in the 80s. All right. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a four... Is it five-star rating? (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. We really... Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. If you listen to us on Spotify, that's great, too. And you can find us on the internet. (laughs) Don't forget to check out our website at $2LateFee.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at $2LateFeePodcast. We'll see you next time. We did it.
You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 